As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Think about somebody that's getting out of their training. In their mind, they looking around and go, hey, look, these doctors are loaded. They're on the tennis court, they're on the golf course, they're driving Mercedes. I want that now. As a loyal Best Ever listener, you know that it's important that we as entrepreneurs focus on managing our time effectively, which is why we're always looking for ways to automate the basic duties of our business so that we can focus more time on our money-making activities. That's why I want to introduce you to Rentler.com. At Rentler, landlords and property managers can perform all their duties in one place. Rentler offers tools that allow you to automate tasks like listing a unit for rent, finding and screening tenants, collecting rent, and managing the maintenance requests. And even better, these tools are offered at zero cost to you. Go to tryrentler.com forward slash best ever. That's T-R-Y-R-E-N-T-L-E-R.com forward slash best ever to get started today. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And well, first off, I hope we're having a best ever weekend because today is Sunday. We got a special segment called Skill Set Sunday where we invite a previous guest to come teach us something that can be helpful for us as we go about our real estate journey. And today we've got Jeff Anzalone. First off, how are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing fantastic, Joe. How are you? I'm doing fantastic as well. Nice to have you back. And best ever listeners, you might remember Jeff. I'm sure you do. Episode 1133-1133, titled Struggling with Student Loan Debt and a Periodontist Schools Himself in Real Estate. We didn't quite touch on the debt part of it as much as we did just his overall story. Today, we're going to be talking about the debt part and the skill set within this conversation is when we're in a whole lot of debt, and in particular, physicians, but not just physicians, it's other individuals who have mounds of debt. When we're in this type of debt, what do we do to get out of it? So what specifically did Jeff do to get out of it? And then now, fast forward, so when he was right out of residency, he was in three to $400,000 in debt. Now he's got a seven-figure net worth, and he's actively investing in multiple deals. He has invested in my deal, so full disclaimer there, that we do have a pre-existing relationship. And 
would love to learn more about how he did it and then how we can do it if we are in that situation. So with that being said, Jeff, will you just give the best ever listeners a little bit of a refresher for your background and what you're currently focused on? Sure. Whenever I was getting ready to get out of my residency back in 2005, the partnership deal that I was going to be joining a group practice, it fell through about a week or two before graduation date. So I had several hundred thousands of dollars in student loan debt and other debt, a two-month-old, and didn't have a clue what to do, basically. It wasn't a lot of fun. So after a lot of prayer and networking with people, the man upstairs kind of led me to a situation to where I could start renting, learning from somebody that really helped me in the area, helped me kind of network with some of the other local people, built up my practice, took about six years to finally get out of all the student loan debt. And then last year, finally finished off paying off our house and everything. So I'm 43 now, completely debt-free, including the house. So all those kind of those struggles and different trials and things that happened to me, I think for me, there's so many people now that are going through that. It's even worse now. And people getting out of dental school, medical school, chiropractic school, whatever, anywhere from probably 250 on the low end to some of the people that I've talked with a million dollars in debt in some of these private schools. So it's tough. So number one, they're wanting to know, well, okay, we get out, we start making a living. Where do we start? Mm-hmm. Should we focus on debt reduction? Should we focus on investing? Should we do both? Where should we start investing? Those sort of things. So that's kind of the background, a little refresher for your listeners, Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, $250,000 in debt would certainly jolt individuals and in up to a million. That's quite daunting for 99.5% of people. That'd be quite daunting right out of school. I want to talk about that because that's the focus of our conversation. But I, I want to ask you about your financial approach when you're debt-free now, you paid off your, your primary residence. What are your thoughts on the opposite opinion of being debt-free, where when someone hears you say you're debt-free and they're like, yeah, what was your interest rate? So first off, what was your interest rate on the house payment? It was 4.5%. Okay. So 15-year mortgage, 4.5%. So the contrarian to your perspective is going to say 4.5%. I can make 8% doing XYZ. The market's returning, whatever. I can make the spread And then I can pay down from the profits, plus I can then invest the difference, and I'm going to be much farther ahead. What are your thoughts on that approach? My approach, I don't push this on anybody. This is just me. This is what I was comfortable with. Just like some people want to do risky stocks and risky options and risky investing, and some people are more conservative. Everything in my life goes back to one source, and that's the Bible. Proverbs 22, 7 says, the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. So what I say is, if God didn't want us to be in debt, that's enough for me. <laughs> I mean, there's, 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 nothing else, I, there's, there's nothing else I can say about that. He tells us we have to work. The working people, if you work, you get food, you get to eat. If you don't work, the lazy, you don't. And then if you got to borrow stuff, well, you're going to be a slave to that lender. Some of my family members actually had to borrow money. When I first started for my family members, I had to mow yards again. I used to have a lawn service. So 
it was very humbling, Joe, uh, to be a doctor and have to go to my grandparents to borrow money just to get a practice going, to cut yards again. So debt to me was just like the worst thing ever. So yeah, you could probably do what you said. Hey, we can invest over here or whatever. But for me, it's like I'm debt free. If somebody comes into my practice now, they need work and they can't quite pay for all of it. Or if they can't pay for any of it, I can do it. I don't have to worry about paying for something. If I want to just give back and go get it free for free, I can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's a great feeling. It's almost becoming like a soapbox thing for me because I have so many physicians who are investors and I hear your story, I hear their story. And the perception among most people and myself included prior to having all these conversations with investors of mine and other physicians is that doctors are loaded and they've always been loaded as soon as they graduate. But it's just not the case. That is absolutely not the case. And physicians have to dig themselves out of debt, most of them, before they're able to really enjoy the lifestyle that, quite frankly, they very much deserve because of what they've put themselves through to get to the point where they're at. All that schooling, all the debt pay down. I mean, it's insane how much they go through. So I'm glad you're telling the story. First off, just to educate some people who might not know the type of debt that doctors have and physicians have coming out of school. But then now that that's kind of brought to light, 250K or a couple hundred thousand or more than that in debt. Now, what's the approach that you took and what would you suggest for people who are in a similar situation? I basically took the approach that well I actually had to take the approach because I mean I I started from like nothing whereas most people I know don't start from absolutely nothing they actually have a job they'll probably have a salary and that sort of thing but I kind of use a Dave Ramsey approach and that's who really helped me a lot I still listen to him to this day just use his principles when you get out you're already used to living on nothing because you're a resident (laughs) Uh, and one of the things that you said Joe was you thought doctors were loaded you thought this and that. Well, think about somebody that's getting out of their training. In their mind, they looking around and go, hey, look, these doctors are loaded. They're on the tennis court, they're on the golf course, they're driving Mercedes. I want that now. Mm-hmm. And then they'll put off, they'll put off, they'll put their student loan payments on minimum payments. They'll buy the big house and all that. And then next thing you know, they're a million and a half in debt, including their mortgage. And it's like, what do I do? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And I'm doing a little bit of financial and practice coaching on the side. And it's amazing how many people over 60 that I coach that have no money. They've been practicing their whole life. That was like a wake-up call. Like, you know what? I'm never going to be 60 years old and not have $5,000 in the bank or whatever. So there's a lot of people hurting out there. So I think people can just share their story because there's so many people that have helped me get to where I am. And I'm just turning around and just giving back and just saying, Hey, look, you know, use the Dave Ramsey principles, keep living like a resident, throw everything you can at the student loans initially, completely get out of student loan debt. And then I didn't rent, but I'll recommend that you rent until you can afford your 20% down payment of your home. 99% of the people getting out of training aren't going to do that. But if you'll just do that, just sacrifice a few more years man, you'll be so quick to be financially independent. It's crazy because we all have a great 
income and income potential. And that's the great thing about our profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I imagine credit is incredibly accessible right after residency too. So you look at the lifestyle that other people are having for themselves and then you probably have access to a whole lot of credit that you didn't have before. Yeah, and I, I called my banker and he didn't even have to meet with me or anything. He's like, I'll give you an interest-only loan for your house knowing that you're going to be going in with this group. Mm-hmm. We bought the house. The deal fell through. So it was just like, yeah, we'll give you whatever you want, you know? <laughs> so I was like, really? And it's crazy. Now you have the house, but now you have to mow your neighbor's yards to make the mortgage payment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. Some takeaways that I've got so far is this is what worked for you. You use Dave Ramsey's principles. You live like a resident. You threw all of your cash that you had from working into paying down student loans and then the even more extreme approach or conservative approach, depending on how you think about it, would be to rent instead of buy. And obviously, I love hearing that. I've got a lot of apartments for any doctor who wants to rent. We can rent you an apartment <laughs> as long as you're in Dallas-Fort Worth or Houston. So anything else? I get people that ask me questions like, okay, well, I've got a lot of debt or whatever, but I'm making a good income. What do you think about maybe doing some investing or should we do stock market? Should I buy a house and rent it out? Should we do real estate or what? So those are some of the questions that I'm getting. And if you don't mind, I'd like to maybe share my experience. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left, but a little bit about my crowdfunding experience and then doing a couple of deals with you, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Once I got completely debt-free and had a, a good chunk of money in investments, stock market mainly, index funds, I wanted to take a, a portion of the money that I'd saved up, and I kind of earmarked initially 10%, and invest in real estate. So I started researching some of the crowdfunding sites. Realty shares and patch of land were the two I eventually went with. And I did that, and then you told the listeners I'd done a couple of deals with you. And I think just for me, moving forward, I like doing the deals with you based on the main thing is when you go through some of these other companies, they're not the ones that have the money in the apartment deal or in the house deal. They're getting people, they're putting the deals together. So you may invest with them, whatever crowdfunding company. It may take two months, six months. I'm still waiting right now on a deal that's been almost 12 months. haven't even got my first distribution yet. Was that planned? They're having problems. Excuse me? That wasn't planned? No, it was not planned. Which platform's that? That was Realty Shares. And the problem was with the management. They've turned over the management. They're having a hard time filling the vacancies, a lot of the marketing issues. So my money's just been sitting there for like 11 months now. And I don't really like that at all. I don't know who would. Versus the two deals that I've done with you, well, you're the one that's in charge typically of handling everything. So you have more of kind of skin in the game. And I don't think I've waited longer than, I don't know, 45, 60 days before I started getting my first distributions from you. Now I do know that investing with you, it's a little bit higher versus some of these platforms, just like $2,000 or $5,000. But still, once you get to the position to where this becomes an option. That's my experience. And I'm glad I kind of went through both. I can see kind of both sides now, but I really like going with somebody that's got skin in the game. They're on top of it. 
You do a great job sending us emails, knowing about what you're doing to the property, the vacancy, your improvements, what the goal is, that sort of thing. So that's kind of my experience with it. And I'd like to, moving forward, is kind of earmark a little bit more money towards the real estate versus so much an index fund. So some of my things that I, I went through and, and with that deal, I'm kind of helping people and ask, they're asking me technical questions either online or calling me. So just from my experience from that is mm-hmm. um, that's kind of how I'm helping them. And I did not know the conversation would go towards that direction. I'm glad to hear the feedback. That's for darn sure. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. So a disadvantage in that scenario would be diversification of sponsors. Because with a crowdfunding platform, they work with hundreds, maybe thousands, I don't know, it depends on the platform, of different sponsors. And so you've got diversification of probably both sponsor and also geography. Whereas with one sponsor, I'll use myself as this example since we're talking about you investing with me. It's one sponsor group plus we're concentrated in one state right now, Texas, and in a couple markets and that's it. Correct. So when you look at your portfolio, how important is that diversification part? Now, especially now with the stock market, it's not just going up like crazy like it was. But I I think now as I'm getting older, I wanted to have more diversification. Yeah, I have most of my money in the stock market. But having something to kind of buffer that with the bonds and real estate, and some people will want to do that right off the bat. They want to focus more on real estate, not so much in the stock market, but I love the compound interest effect. It takes a while to get to that first million, but after that, it's amazing how quickly, and I've read books about it and I've seen it firsthand, after the first one, the second one's a lot quicker, and then the third one and fourth one, and so on and so forth. So that's cool, and a lot of these principles I'm able to teach my kids as they're growing up. There's only a few things you can do with money, buy something, save something, or give it away. Mm-hmm. Again, those are the Dave Ramsey principles. So just teaching them that walk as well and to make sure they're giving back as well, too. I was reading an article. They were looking at the world's billionaires, and they're seeing how long did it take them to get to the first million, and then how long did it take them to get to the first billion. And on average, it was 37 years old for the first million, and then it was only 14 years later on average, 51 years old for the first billion. Yeah. Anything else as it relates to this topic that you want to address as we close this out? Yeah. And I've mentioned this before the call. I've started a new blog, a free blog. I'd love to give the listeners the address if you don't mind. Absolutely. I'm basically just kind of going through and just started a blog just actually maybe about a month or so ago. And it's called DebtFreeDoctor.com. It's DebtFreeDR.com. And it's basically the principles, kind of my story, what you guys just heard in a little more detail. And it's just the principles that have taken me from a lot of debt to getting out of debt to where I am now. And as I continue posting information on there, I'm going to be going a little bit deeper into investments, sort of investment strategies, real estate, etc., So I'd love for you guys to go there and sign up, put your email address in, and then you'll be updated as I update the site. Yeah, it looks great. And looking at articles, top ways docs can become debt-free in three years, financial advice for the new doctor, the thrifty doctor, all sorts of good stuff. Well, Jeff, thank you for being on the show again. Enjoyed catching up with you. Enjoyed 
hearing your perspective from where you were, where you're at now, and how you got here, and lessons learned along the way, taking the Dave Ramsey approach, living like a resident, so living below your means, having the money being paid towards student loans that you earn, you didn't do this, but perhaps renting, and then once you have the financial ability to start investing, then identifying what is your preferred method. You've done crowdfunding, you've done investing in private syndications. You mentioned private syndication route is your cup of tea. That's what you're really focused on and really grateful that you're investing with my company and grateful that we had a conversation because there are a lot of lessons learned for a lot of individuals. So hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. You looking for a one-stop landlording software that helps you create listings, find and screen tenants, and accept rental payments while managing maintenance requests? Oh, by the way, it's zero cost to you. Go to tryrentler.com forward slash best ever. That's T-R-Y-R-E-N-T-L-E-R.com forward slash best ever. Why lose money in a schizophrenic stock market when you can make money outside of the stock market? Impact Housing REIT is a new social impact multifamily fund that delivers strong financial returns while improving the lives of residents and the planet. Go to impacthousing.com and tell them that I sent you.